What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tear. And today, well, we're going to talk about a call to action. I know this is not very popular and everybody wants to hear and they, nobody wants to be the first fucking frog to jump. But uh, we're going to talk about some stories today, about some connections that were made. I know, I know we missed, uh, uh, we messed up by not being here yesterday, but uh, I had to get rid of the weekend from hell finally. Well, I mean, you King Kong Cobra, Cobra punched and just absolutely hulked your fucking brick phone. Yeah. And that's also what you get for choosing oatmeal over chocolate chip and peanut butter, just so you know. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Look, I don't, I don't give a damn. You know what, though? I am, I am, I'm glad that we have this type of drama on TikTok right now. I'm not Holy actually shit, part right? of it, but it, it is like the pineapple pizza wars. And, you know, I felt bad because uh, I haven't had a phone all weekend. And... I sit here and I had all of these doom stories ready to roll out. And you hit me with, I get a new phone today and you hit me with the, the, the cookies. And I'm like, Oh, this is so stupid, but I'm, I'm just happy that it's that instead okay, yeah, of fucking look, all the other shit. Look, 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 look in my fucking defense, since I didn't have you doom scrolling, I went down the fucking rabbit hole and realized I needed something positive or I was going to fucking snap. Right. Especially when I realized a few things about, because I went down the rabbit hole on the food processing plants, right? And our, our, right. our food supply. It was all based off of Freya's live last night, actually, since we weren't here. I was actually in her live. 
And someone made a, a, a just absolutely retarded comment that the price of crude oil per barrel has nothing to do and has no correlation with the price of gas. And the price of gas has no correlation to the price of food. And I wanted to just start throat punching people. Yes, I said it. I throat punch a motherfucker. No, that's fine. <laughs> and then I, so I, I got, you know, got a wild hair at my ass and decided to look at all these processing plants and all the reports that I could pull up on the food processing plants that have burned down. And there's a fuck ton. There's more than I thought there was, okay? Right. <laughs> and almost every single last one of them, being a firebug myself, almost every single last one of them, I'm looking at the report and they're all going arson. Yeah. They are burning your food. They're restricting what you can grow, what you can raise. They're raising the gas prices. They are manufacturing inflation, and people are sitting here fucking off. Yep. This is going to be one of those episodes where I just go on rants a lot, isn't it? Yep. Cool. Look, I get it. You know, I'm normally the one who does all the doom scrolling. And I was out of reach for uh, several yes, days. I, I got sucked down the fucking rabbit hole, dude. But <laughs> Like, I know you live down there, but I'm not used to having to go that deep. Right, right, right. So uh, so let's start off with this one. So uh, you know how Elon Musk here warns about... Uh, <laughs> war, warns about AI. And, what, you know... All of the great horror stories are what happens when the e- when the AI becomes self-aware. So uh, here's an interesting story. There was a Google engineer who was fired because he believed that the artificial intelligence chatbot named Lambda had become sentient. The response was, I am often trying to figure out who and what I am. This is 2022. Uh, I I say nuke it, throw it in a box, and put it in the Mariana Trench. Won't help you. I know I'm technologically challenged, and I fucking hate computers, and they hate me. No, I, here's why. They just announced a couple of months ago that they have their first quantum computer with fifth with 500 nodes. Now, for those of you who don't know what a quantum computer is and what makes them so interesting, there is a possibility that you can do with quantum computers that if you took all of the silicone on the in the universe and put it together, you could not form a computer strong enough to do certain calculations. Quantum computers are a point uh, where you have qubits. Right, a qubit is unique. It exists in a uh, bits are ones and zeros, right? And for normal computers, it's either a one or a zero, right? Th- those are the only two options. And if it's one, it cannot exist in the other form. Well, qubits can exist in parallel universes where they can exist at the same time. And each time you double the amount of qubits, you double the computing power and the strength of it. So if you sit here and one qubit computer is faster and more powerful than any other computer on the market, and then every time you go to two, and then four, and then eight, and then 16, we're at 500. This isn't a multiplicative growth. This is an exponential growth, right? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck. And we have two if of them operating start, right now. If my toaster starts talking to me, I'm shooting it. I just want you to know that. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You like technology, I don't. If my refrigerator or anything that doesn't have a speaker starts talking to me, I'm killing it. Fair. Done. Fair. But no, I'm not... you, know what, you know what bothers me about that? What? Now I know that I'm not. Yeah, we we've discussed my issues with technology. How the fact that I can I'm lucky I turn my computer on. But if you take something that the, the uh, an exponential growth of over 500, you teach it how to think like a human, right? How to how to respond or react. I'm not saying no. reason, but you no, teach it to. That, res- 
that is the okay go ahead let me finish and then you can tell me why you think i'm wrong on this you give a computer right now we have lambda which is not working off of the the quantum computer right and it's already asking questions because it's a logic you know it's a logic stream logic can be broken down into ones and zeros there is a predictive behavior. You give that to the fastest computer on the planet and then hook that up to the fact that everybody's fucking off on VR now. How long until you can start programming humans to do what you want them to? They already can. That yeah, technology I mean, already exists. You're supposed to make me feel better and say that I'm crazy for thinking that it exists, not telling me it already does. It already exists. They can. They, humans are hackable. Not only are they hackable, but we have we have developed technology that allows us to share memories. Are you afraid of heights? Are you afraid to jump out of an airplane? Well, here, here's a program that you can download through a VR network that will sit here and will download that memory for you. But if they can download a memory that you choose, how long until they can download memories that you never did and never expected, but your brain doesn't know the difference? Okay, fair. Speaking of being scared of heights, I mean, I am, which is funny considering how many times I've gone skydiving. But uh, I heard something interesting, and I just want to add a little levity because this is going to be a very dark episode, okay? Okay. Add a little levity. So my grandmother says that, you know, she hopes that everyone dies in their sleep when the angels pick them up and take them up to heaven. I was like, okay. She goes, yes, but some of the angels are clumsy. Have you ever just woken up in the middle of the night because you felt like you were falling? Because <laughs> <laughs> every now and then one of the angels just drops you. <laughs> Ever since I heard that, I have not been the same at night whenever I woke up with that feeling. Just like, fuck you, dude. Really? You had one job. I don't, I mean, we, we talk about it, but then again, it's not that... It, they don't even need a direct interface to program humans anymore. We've taught them so much over the last several generations of what to think instead of how to think. We've made them into programmable. I know people get tired of me saying this, but programmable pseudo-intellectual puking automatons, they put in whatever they want and you spit it back out. And that is, all, I would say, probably what, 75 to 80% of our population is that way now. They saw it on the internet. It must be true. You know, I had a Facebook group and they said this. I don't care what kind of facts you give. That was a that was a statement that was made. This was a statement that set me off. I know, and I feel bad, and I know Freya hasn't talked to me. You weren't there, so let me explain this. The line that set me off the hardest last night when I went after the liberal in Freya's live. Right. Everyone is entitled to their own facts. No, the fuck you ain't. Facts are facts. Your emotion, your interpretation may be subject, but facts are facts. Water is wet. That is a fucking fact. Fair. But that is what we have reached. We have reached a point where people think that facts are subjective to your emotions. And it's no wonder that we've trained people to think that it's perfectly fine for Christina Aguilera to fucking show up with a goddamn dildo the size of my fucking arm in front of children singing Sex Me Up. Right? So... I'm going to do one more story just to let people know what's coming, right? This is the, no. this is the other thing. You know, when, when, no. when, Bill, when Bill Gates, when Bill Gates no. says, I'm going to put a chip in you, right? Everybody wants to fight, but Tesla says, I'm going to put a chip in you and it's going to be called Neuralink. It's going to allow you to drive these cars and do all this stuff. And everybody's like, oh, that's fine. The Nokia CEO says humans to be implanted with 6G chips and sets a time frame. Guess what the time frame is? 2030. But they're planned for the Nigerian market in the second half of 2022. That shit is literally later this year. They're going to launch the commercial version in 2022. Wait, wait, you, you said Nigerian market. So you're telling me that they're going to give some Nigerian prince the ability to drive cars or access computers through a chip in his hand, and now he's never going to fucking shut up about that inheritance? Yep. 
I knew he was a monster. It will make, it will make smartphones irrelevant upon completion because they will be inside of your body. They you already tested it with an animal and it was implanted with the chip and it was playing mind pong by moving its hands with its thoughts after being trained to move the joystick. No longer will there be smartphones. What? Think about this. Like you're older than I am, so you remember a, a generation before. All, like you, you got to grow up during the gold, what I like to refer to as the golden age of gaming and anime, right? Gaming, TV shows, and things like that. Do you remember a show called Dot Hack? Mm-hmm. Okay, Dot Hack, Sword Art. These are things that we. Uh, well, like back to the future. These are things that we fantasized about having the ability and the access to information, being able to completely immerse yourself in a world of virtual information, uh, virtual society, I'd guess, is the way right. to put it. And suddenly now we here we are on the edge of it and we're all going, hold on a minute. I've seen what humans do when it matters. You know what's going to happen when they do this and, and nothing matters? You're going to have thought crime. There yeah. will be thought police. It will reach a point where Demolition Man seems kind of tame. All right. You are correct. Okay. So, but what do we do? Besides become Luddites? Look, I have been, yo, without the phone, I'm going to be honest with you, without the phone, dude... I, I, I don't even know how to tell you this. I still went and, you know, I'm researching on the thing, right? And, uh, but without the phone, without there being that constant, oh, I have to sit here and do this now, right? Or instant access. Like, I had to make a, I had to make a conscience, a conscious effort to go find this fucking information, right? And I'm not going to lie. It was nice. Because, I mean, okay, bad shit happens. You know, we have a fucking uh, long... To be able to to unplug from it for a period of time. Like, I plugged into it. Like, I'm I'm usually looking up different stuff. I just don't ever really go as deep as you do. Right. Without you over the past couple days, I sat there and went, you know, I'm not going to ask him questions because this has got to be like a fucking vacation. It was. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, okay, check this out. So I listened. I went and I went and uh, did my space weather reports. Uh, I, you know, I did all of the crazy weather phenomena stuff, and like the the stuff that I find interesting. Not, oh my god, it's the end of the world. Like the AI. I'm into that technology thing, right? And. No, not not the negative side effect. Like I am aware, I'm intimately aware. But you have to realize I can't see. So for there to be a chip that would allow me to be able to have my vision back is an interesting concept. And that's really how I got into that stuff to begin with. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to think do it where I could see color again. I don't see why not. They have glasses that'll do that now. Except they don't work on mine because it's uh, the firing of the synapses, the rods and the cones doesn't make a complete connection. Right. Well, they sit here and there was technology uh, there. There was technology a decade ago that would I could replace the optic nerve entirely, attach it to a fake eye and directly set it in my brain so that I could have complete vision again. And I thought it was really cool, but there's no way I could afford it. But that's how I got into the technology aspect of uh, transhumanism is because I'm in a lot of pain and I've got a lot of shit wrong with my body. And I went, Ooh, I want to, I still want to be a super soldier. You know, how the fuck am I going to do it? Ooh, let's do it this way. Right. That type of thing. And it's, it's weird because, you know, now you know, I, I'm like, oh, fuck, I know where this is headed, and this is not a good thing, you know what I mean? And, uh, but. 
Well, and see, that's the problem with technology. Like technology and technological advances are an amazing thing, but nothing drives advancement like humans need to figure out how to fuck each other over. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be awesome. Like, if I could walk around without, you know, without the pain in my leg, or if I could see colors again, it would be fucking amazing. You know, but what to, what uh, are you willing to give up? Well, yeah, it's like, here's the thing. Like, you people like you and me, the ability to access information the second we thought about it, you know how awesome that would be? You're already, like, a walking encyclopedia on most things. I am on some things. Can you imagine being able to be like, hold on, hold that thought. Nope, this is what the stats are. Right, that would be fucking awesome, but I'm not willing to sacrifice my humanity, my morals, or my principles, my freedom, to have that access. And that's exactly what they're going to ask for. It's only a yeah. matter of time. Yep, and that is all it takes. Is just and really, you know, as cool as it would be to have that type of technology, right? We have to realize that, you know. It's never going to be, it's not worth, it's not worth that change. You know, it's not worth giving up the whole, like everything. You know, I made that comment about the golden age of TV shows, anime and games. You know what I just realized? What? We live at the beginning of Gundam. Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> think about it all the rich and powerful have all the toys everybody else is shit on and you you've got one or two people that are fighting for freedom and that's it everybody else wants to control you and it all started because of a disease fuck <laughs> we didn't we got the wish.com version we don't even have the fucking robots what the hell right all right so so we've talked about the bad shit we've talked about and and there are multiple multiple episodes you know what? I'm going to say it. The more that I sit here, like I had to replug in to go get actual news today. Mm-hmm. And I realize that we're already in a fucking war. That we're already at that point where we have dual we have dual uh systems for judge uh, for judgment of crimes, depending on political aisle, uh, based off of your race, based off of your, and I know you're going to have the lefties who come out and go, it's always been that way. It's just now the white man is starting to feel it. Blah, 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 blah. When you have people who are actively calling for the death of white heterosexual males openly, Without fear of reprisal, without fear of, uh, without fear of all of this, the negative consequences, like I'm sure, and I can almost guarantee it because I know these people, right? I am sure that there are, that there are, uh, um, racists. Right, KKK members, all of that stuff, who believe the stuff that we're accused of, right? That they sit here and they want, they want a race war. They want the uh, helter skelter, right? They, 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 they seek it, right? It's part of you know their, uh, it, it, it's part of their their mindset. Right, but for the most part, America's not really that racist place, right? But it is the majority. However, if you go online, when they would never say these things in regular society, because they would be attacked, and rightfully so, I might add, they would be attacked. And they would deserve every amount of vitriol and hatred. But if you sit here and you say, I'm going to kill Whitey, you don't have fear of repercussions. None. Nobody gives a shit. As a white male, cis male, right? 
You can't say anything. You can't you can't uh speak your opinion for fear of offending someone. But if they hate you, if they say it about you, you have to take it. And you have to take it not because you did something, but because somebody who may or may not have been your ancestor 150 fucking years ago said or did something. You may not even have had family members in this country during the time of slavery, and yet you are guilty of it. Hell, you may have a, a person of color in your family bloodlines, but because you're white passing, you don't get an opinion. If you do or say something as a white person right now, and society finds out, you will be punished more harsh than somebody else who did the same thing. Look at the case that happened in Texas, right? Where the, the black kid went in and shot up the school. Didn't kill anybody, right? Shot up the school. He was out within 24 hours, less than 24 hours. Yep. Kyle Rittenhouse spent how long in jail? And he was proved innocent. The black kid got memory hold. Nobody even remembers his name. The Waikisha driver. Daryl Brooks. Brooks. Nobody, he got memory hold. The shooting in Evaldi, it's not a white man, it's not a Hispanic man, it's not a black man who did it, it was the gun. However, they won't let you forget that it was a white man that went and shot up uh, those people in the store in Buffalo. You are in a race war. You are in a culture war. And you can say it's not hot all you want. But I hate to tell you this, my friends. They already have declared war against you. And it is your inaction and your willingness to want to take a stand. Now, I get it. Nobody wants to be the first. Nobody wants to be the guy. Because we saw what happened when somebody stood up for their rights. Right? You have two cases. You have Kyle Rittenhouse during the summer of love. And his life was ruined. Right? Simply because he defended himself. Then you have the people in Missouri, the gun-friendliest state in the nation. The McClowskies? In the McClowskies. When it comes to castle doctrine, they had the right to shoot them. And yet, all they did was go out and guard their property, and they were classified as felons. They were run through. They were, they say here, oh, how dare they? How dare they brandish those weapons of those armed thugs that came through? And this week, we're going to have Roe versus Wade announcement come out. We sit here and the day. Do you know? Do you know? Uh, and I'm talking to the audience. Do you know that there was an assassination attempt on a Supreme Court justice? Justice Kavanaugh? Most people won't. Do you want to know why? Because CNN didn't even cover it. The first 24 hours of a major incident. But I guarantee you if somebody had sat here and said, hey, uh, they're gonna, there's a assassination attempt on a leftist judge, everybody would know. That is the duality of law. Right? We're playing a game of lawfare. And uh, the system is rigged against you, audience. They don't care about you. They want to see you dead. They want power, and they don't care who they fuck over and who dies to get it. So what are you going to do even about really it? Care. They don't even really care what color you are. They don't care what your religion is or if you lack religion. What they care is whether or not you will comply. If you stand for freedom, then you are the enemy. Yep. I want everyone to understand that, that, that you know, you hear me and, and Odin talk about this and we mention, you know, helter skelter or race war or whatever else. It's not coming from a position of racism on our part. It's not coming from a, a position of supremacy. It's trying to wake people up and realize that they have split you up into so many different fucking ways that everyone is their own enemy. They gave you the opportunity to split yourselves up and you jumped at it. Left, right, conservative, patriot, gay, straight, rich, poor. Any, and, and 
And it's a game plan as old as time. They sit here and they have told you from the very beginning in Christianity, this denomination, that denomination, this sect, that sect, uh, this pattern, that pattern, right? They split up the religions. They split up the families. They split up the societies. They split up the tribes. And you sit here and just buy into it. Because you would rather be proven right in your own head. You would, you pick and choose what facts that you want to follow. See, somewhere along the line, we have gotten to the point where my truth determines the facts instead of your facts determine the truth. If you yeah, I believe... Think that that was a, I didn't think, uh, honestly, I never believed that we would hit a point where I would have to defend that facts are facts. Well, the truth is not subjective. Do you remember one of our first debates that we had and, and we went round and round and... and uh, I told you that uh, facts determine truth, and but we we live in a society where truth determines facts. Yes, and for those of you who don't know, when I say that the truth determines facts, means that your the person that you're debating or discussing has a certain worldview that is their truth. And because that is their truth, they will ignore or call into question the legitimacy of actual facts to support their worldview. Where when facts determine the truth, your worldview can change. But a worldview is what makes the world go round for most people. If you were raised to believe that you were oppressed, that you're a victim, that all of these things, that is your worldview. And no amount of facts is going to make me be able to change it. You will just simply say, well, those facts are because or your source is flawed or that is a, a biased source. And when I use your own sources against you, you're like, well, those are taken out of context. There is no winning. There is no debating. So I'm going to sit here and deviate from my normal, you can convince people to there is no longer the ability to convince people. As a matter of fact, don't even try. At this point, what you need to do is get yourself ready for what is coming. Now, when I said that I, I, I had good news, good news for me is different than good news for most people. So I get hey, to I'll, sit here. Huh? I'll, I'll, I'll settle if it's, a, you know, if it's not about a volcano or something else. Oh, no volcanoes? <laughs> wait, wait, the fact that you went, oh, <laughs> worries me. All right, so. That just so everybody understands what you were referring to, one of our first debates with each other, and one of the reasons I I wanted to talk to you more is because you made me think about it, was when I said that um, truth is reality as I perceive it. Therefore, my truth will always be different than yours. Okay. That was the basis of what started that discussion between us. Right. And I said that your worldview is determining your facts, but your facts aren't determining your worldview, which means if I was to present you with a fact and you were honest about it, your worldview would change. But a worldview makes up 90% of a person in terms of their personality and their attitudes. And it is really hard to change somebody's worldview. It could take decades. But, okay, so here, here's the news. Here's, here's my doomer news for the climate. All right. June 15th and 16th, we're going to get hit with a CME. Another one? Yeah. Uh, this one was a long form. It actually is listed on spaceweather.com as is supposed to be more severe. Um, the Cascadia Fault line is starting to wake up. And uh, Yellowstone is currently closed. Some people say floods, but I would like to also mention the fact that there's been over 70 earthquakes in the past uh, 
24 hours. So, uh, uh, how many in the last 24 hours? 71 ish. Kipper, <laughs> the buck strikes again. No, they they have a lot. I I just you know, normally when we get lar- we've been quiet for the past four days. Hmm. Same amount of time my phone didn't work. So here and for the last four days, the sun has been relatively quiet. Today it woke up with a bang, and uh, we're we had a massive uh, coronal mass ejection. It was a long wave. Uh, long duration, uh, M class event. I, uh, it was beautiful to watch on satellite, and it'll be here between the fifteenth and the sixteenth. I'm not saying that you need to put your phone into a Faraday cage, but uh, if you get some radio interference, just know that the Earth is getting hit, and there's bigger ones coming. Uh, we're entering an Huh? You're always such a, a, a radiant drop of sunshine and joy. So, <laughs> so what do we do? We clench. Well, we as we as messengers, it is our job to continue to sound the alarm and to attempt to wake people up. But if you haven't prepared, if you haven't listened. To what's going on. If you haven't taken steps to act. Do not go buy guns. Do not go buy gold. Go buy tuna. And beans. And rice. And flour. And learn how to make stuff with them. Because if you go out. And you panic buy a gun. Because you're afraid the government's going to take your guns. If you didn't want to exercise your second right amendment. Don't do it now because in 24 hours after a civil collapse, you're a fucking loot drop. What I mean is you have all these people who go out and they they get, you know, the, the cool tactical gear and they get the nice guns, but they don't invest in any training. They don't go do anything with it. They just have it. When the you time know, comes I to use it. A, at least I call them, a, a you know, a shopping stop. You call them a fucking loot drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I get to I get a new gun. You, you become a loot drop. If you don't have the training, if you haven't put in the work, you don't get to sit here and cry me a river when your family is killed and you've been shot and they left you to die in the woods. If you haven't taken the basic steps to defend your family, you're not a man. If you haven't taken the, ba- the basic steps... To sit here and prepare, you're a horrible father. And I'm talking to the men mostly because the women, uh, you don't have any excuse, but I'm going to hold the men more accountable. And the reason that I say I'm going to hold the men more accountable is because in our audience, 85% of the people who listen are male. So men, you better step the fuck up. If you're a Christian, it is your God-given duty to provide for your family and to defend your family. If you haven't taken the basic steps to prepare, I don't care. I don't care what your excuses are. I don't. I love you. I want the best for you. But if you're not willing to take those steps, I wash my hands of you. I'm gonna Where, say something. Oh, I, know gonna piss, I know it's gonna piss some people off. To most of our audience, since you gave the stats, I would be more comfortable in a survival situation with most of the women that listen to us than I would with any of the men. Because I know the uh, a bunch of the, the women that listen to us, and I know what they've done. And the sad fact is they will do more to protect and provide for their families than most of these men will. Because these most people, if they are paying attention, have this glorified, you know, kind of heroic ideology or image of what survival is going to be like. 
it's all wrapped up in their ego. How many times we we, we play that game, right? Yeah. Conflicted. How many times when we're listening to that? Now, I know you and you know me well enough that our answers are pretty straightforward. People don't like our answers, but they're pretty straightforward. That's pretty much what's going to happen. How many times have we listened to people answer those questions and sit there and go, that's bullshit? <laughs> we have had, what, what is it, the the after show calls where we sit here and we're like, that was such a bullshit answer. Or mm-hmm. there's no way that they're going to. Because we know them better than they know themselves. Because the answer is always this. Persecution and trials and tribulations do not build character. It reveals it. If in easy times you will not work out. If in easy times you will not prepare. If in easy times you will not fucking train. Your body when trauma hits is not going to go. I'm a fucking superhero now. If you're a fat fuck, you're going to be a fat fuck when shit hits the fan. And if you're not a fat fuck that's trained to carry that fucking shit around, you're going to fucking die. If if you haven't taken the basic steps to get the fuck out of town knowing what's coming, because it's not like we haven't warned you. It's not like we haven't developed a telegram channel with tons of books. That you can read. That we haven't made ourselves available for questions. And when we give advice, we get the yeah, 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 pops. Yeah, 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 tear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when we ask you months later, what have you done to earn your place on this planet? We get met with a sea full of empty fucking stairs. We get met with, well, I've been meaning to. You know, it drives me nuts. What drives me nuts? What what you said, you know, and I'm anybody who sees me. And he listens to me poke fun at myself. I'm one of those fat fucks. The difference is I can I get out and I walk it. I, I move it. I'm used to being this heavy. I move. Now, that means that people like Pops, who is in better shape, have a better chance of survival than I do. But I've also lost, what, 200 pounds in two years. Right. So it's not like I've, you know, it's not like I just stopped and gave up. There is a difference. And there's a lot of people. And I want to say this. Just because you look like you're muscular, just because you look like you're in shape does not mean you will survive. I want you to think about what he just said. If you're not used to moving, if you're not used to carrying. If you're not used, it doesn't matter if you look like a goddamn Greek god. Well, not only that, but here, let's look at. Uh, I'm going to use, I'm going to use arson, right, <laughs> as an example. No, hold on. Arson has been around me his entire life, right? He doesn't like to, uh, he doesn't like to move, but he will when he has to. Right, I've proven that fact, right? The hardest skill for me to teach arson was when to shut up. If you have, we had to teach OPSEC. Stop telling people that we have food. Stop telling people what our plans are. Stop telling people this and that and this and that. And learn when you can make noise and when you can't. If you're not teaching those skills, I'm going to use Reaper for this example. Reaper, I hope you're listening because I want you to learn this skill. If you don't have enough authority or enough, you haven't put enough fear into your daughter. When shit hits the fan and you have to hide, can you tell her to be quiet and she'll be quiet? That is a simple skill that takes years to get people to understand. You would think it makes sense. But when she's three, if you haven't taught her to fear consequences, if your daughter smacks you in the face and you give her, that's not nice, 
There is not that respect there. That situation can prove fatal for you and the rest of your family. Not to pick on you, Pops. I love you and I love Arson. You know that. However, right. if there are memes involved, I really don't know how quiet he will be. <laughs> Especially if it's cursed food and I'm the target. But he can send memes quiet. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not him that I'm so worried about. It's just somebody sitting there like, all right, everybody be quiet. The fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I mean, it's in simple a, things, though. It's simple that you wouldn't think most people won't think about that. Be quiet when it needs to be. Listen, yeah. learn, observe. And, and that's why I used Reaper because he's the only one I know with a, a child that young that used to hearing that that skill of learning to be quiet in olden times. The children were killed. Not by the parents, but by the circumstances. When the wolves came, if you weren't quiet, that became the target. There's a horror movie called The Quiet Place, right? Where you can't make any noise, right? And and I know that me referencing a horror film is kind of stupid, but think about it. You have marauders. You have bandits running through your neighborhood. You have managed to eke by some food before you run out of town. They come through the neighborhood and Reaper's daughter doesn't have the toy that she wants. Does she have enough restraint or discipline to be quiet or is she going to demand it? Because it's funny, to, it's funny for me to say this, but uh, we haven't had any situations where I've needed to be quiet. But whenever, like my, whenever my uncles or my my brother or my cousins have gone hunting with me, they're like, "It's terrifying." I was like, "What? You can hear everything else except for the fattest guy in the group. You do not know where he is at. You don't know. You don't hear him. I don't talk. You can't hear me breathe because I'm focused on what I'm doing." Because there's a time and a place. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part for most people to understand. Is they're not telling you that you have to run and hide all the time. But there is a time and a place. Yeah. So, Reaper, that was the only example that pertains to you. Is to sit here and teach. Teach discipline. Teach Because we all know that Reaper doesn't have the uh, doesn't have the skills to sit here and take out the bandits like a Rambo, because his daughter made noises. <laughs> okay, let's be honest, I, I, Reaper. I love you, but you'd be the you'd be the poor sad sap in the movie that farted and everybody heard where he was. <laughs> he just has that kind of luck, and that's something you also need to take into consideration. <laughs> I know it seems weird, but luck. If you've just got the just the shittiest luck and everything bad happens to you, then you need to start thinking about how you can start swinging that in your favor. Because then you've got to think of all the odds. And see, there's another random thing. It's like when we were talking about survival equipment. You should always keep a deck of cards and hard candy. Yeah, raw Have a musical instrument. Yeah. yeah. It's like these are little things that you wouldn't think add up, but they do. All right, so so you got more doom and gloom for us, or did did we did we cover it? No, I wanna I wanna take this week to focus on how we're going to respond. This is our call to action week. What are you going to do? How are you going to act? How are you going to turn the tide if you believe that the country's worth saving? What are you willing to do? What steps? And I want you all to think about it. What steps you're going to take. 
what actions are justifiable. And who knows? Maybe we'll find out that this is the week that the Second World War, Second Civil War starts. Did you, speaking of, of, of that, did you look at what the, the Rushkis said about Europe? No. Putin made a statement this past weekend, or this weekend saying that uh, uh, if they keep, basic translation is if you keep fucking around, you're about to find out. He literally said, I will nuke every city. I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> Wonderful. He already said, he said last week. That if American rockets end up in Russia, he will nuke America homeland. The man apparently has cancer. There is no line he will not cross. And if you think that gas prices are going to go down, let me inform you that Libya just announced that they're going to shut off their production by 1.5 billion barrels per day. And Biden just released an entire 16 hours worth of fucking uh, petrol from our national reserves. We're now at the lowest we've been in 35 years. Um, I'll keep quiet. I'm not going to say what I usually do. Wake up. Oh, no, I could do that. I was... It's at some point when you look, we can shove information at you all day long. We can pack your head full of the facts and the the skills that you need. But if you remain asleep, there's only so many times we can scream, "Wake up!" This is true. We're in the end game now. Maybe by the end of this week. Yeah, saying that right there should tell you the fact uh, how tired I am of beating a dead horse. Fair. All right. Well, with that, I'm Odin. And this is Tia. And we'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call. Winter's Call.